I was remembering yesterday one of my favorite moments at the work camp this summer was in the evening when the youth would share their God sightings. Moments during the day when they would become aware of God's presence, of God doing something in their day. And so I arrived late Monday evening and I had my first God sighting Tuesday morning. I had to go to Walmart to get bedding for my room. I didn't realize we had to bring our own bedding. Now, <laughs> going shopping is always hard for me. I'm allergic to it for one thing. And I walk into these big stores and I just feel overwhelmed. So I walked into this huge Walmart store and within seconds, this woman walks up to me and says, Father, can I help you? I must have had this look of desperation on my face and of befuddlement. She didn't even work there. <laughs> oh, okay, boy, I must really have the look. Father, can I help you? So she took me to where I needed to find the things that I needed. And the last thing I needed was a pillow. And we went to the pillow aisle and there was one pillow left. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I slept very well that night. What are your God sightings? In the past few days <clears throat> or this past week, where have you been aware of God? of God doing something. These are the things we should remember and bring to the Mass as part of our worship and to give thanksgiving to God for the ways that He's working in your life and mine. So next time you come to Mass, bring your God sightings and make sure you thank God for them. Again, it is such a gift to be here with you this morning and to listen together to these words of salvation and together to be led by Jesus on how to live out the gospel that we have just heard. I also want to welcome any visitors that have joined us here this morning. God bless you. We always love having you with us, and we hope that you will come back and join us another time. If you who are sinful know how to give good things to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Another translation, how much more will the Heavenly Father give good things to those who ask Him? One of the best definitions of love that the church often uses is to will the good of the other. When we love someone, 
We want good for them. There's good will. And Jesus uses those two examples. What parent, if one of their children asked for a loaf of bread, would give them a snake? Or if they asked for an egg, would give them a scorpion? And of course, I'm thinking of my childhood, and my brother would have probably given me a snake. And I would have given him a scorpion or a frog or something, right? The, the pranks that we would play on each other, my goodness. But it raises the question, what is good? And especially in our relationship with God, do you and I always know what is good, what is best for us and for those whom we love? Because sometimes, let's all admit this, sometimes, as in the gospel, we are asking, we are knocking on God's door, we are seeking something from God in prayer. And sometimes, or maybe most of the time, God does not answer those prayers in the way that we had hoped or the way we'd expect. And then, we've all experienced this, we are tempted to doubt the goodness of God, that God is a good Father, because it feels sometimes that God does not hear our prayers or the way he's answering them is not what we had wanted. What is good? Right out of high school, I went to college. I was going to be a petroleum engineer. Not that I had gifts for that, but I wanted to be rich. I was going for the big one. Would that have been good for me? God did not allow that plan to be fulfilled. And I look back years later, and I am so grateful that God did not allow that to happen because I know my weaknesses and my wayward tendencies and I fear if God would have allowed that, that I would have lost my soul in being rich. And I'm even more grateful because I have been able to find the true treasure in knowing God, the greatest gift, and in knowing God, I feel very rich. I don't feel like I lack anything. In my early 20s, I wanted to get married. I thought for sure my vocation was to be married. I was even engaged to be married for a time. 
Now, there's nothing wrong with that plan or that desire. But uniquely for me, uniquely for you, is it possible that God may have another plan that is better? Does God know what is best for us? Now, as you can see, I never got married. God had another plan. My classmates are still laughing. I never could have imagined that I would ever be a priest. What is good for you and for me? We all carry within our hearts hurts. We've all had things happen to us in our past that has hurt us. And sometimes those hurts can go very deep. And we can feel like we're caring about these wounds. And sometimes they can make us limp through life. I'm so grateful for the moments that I have had in my life of healing. I've had God come into my heart and heal some of the hurts in my own heart. But I sometimes have turned to God and say, why don't you heal me all at once? Why do you leave me like a half-baked potato? And I've, I've said to God, God, I could serve you so much better. I could do so much more for you if you would just heal me altogether. Is that best? Do I know what is truly good for me or you for you? Why does God so often take a more gradual path for healing and for conversion? I have stopped saying this to God because I have come to find a grace in this. As I limp along feeling my weakness, this has taught me how to depend on God. It has kept me in a place of humility before the Lord and more surrendered and dependent on Him. If God would heal me all at once, who knows? I could become proud and lose whatever gifts I have. For some reason, God sees best that the gradual path is better. What is good? Do you and I truly know what is good for us? And is it all about trying to get God do what we want? Or like Jesus, who trusted the goodness of the Father absolutely. Even in the garden, he said, Father, 
if it can be your will, take this cup of suffering. And then he said, but not my will. Your will be done. He trusted the Father. Suffering can even be used by God for good. Suffering is what brought me to God. And it's done many other things in my life. What is good? And the greatest good is what? How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit? The greatest good God can give us is himself. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, the bread of life. My friends, the good that we need more than anything is God. Not so many of the things that we think we need in this world. God is the one we are seeking. His love is the love we most deeply desire. His strength is the strength that I need. We need God more than anything. And that's the good he wants to give us in a way that leads us to salvation and eternal life. Let us believe as we receive Jesus that the Father is absolutely good. Let us trust it and surrender our lives to him. Amen.